0: Did you know in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. I'm Deb Preach, the Chief Development Officer at Catholic Education Arizona. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. Catholic Education Arizona is a school tuition organization that turns tax credit contributions from individuals and corporations into scholarships for students. At CEA, we create future leaders. Today's guest has been with the Institute for Better Education for eight years and has been the executive director for the last four years. Kim Kirshner is very passionate about school choice. I respect her as a friend, an expert, and a colleague in the STO world. She has been a great partner for knowledge and sharing and supporting families for many years, and I am happy to have her as a guest on the podcast today. Welcome to the program, Kim. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Deb, thank
1: you so much for having me, because as you said, I am so passionate about school choice, and talking about myself, is going to be about the kids, it's going to be about children that we help here in Arizona, and my excitement to go to work every day, to work at IBE, just so I can make a difference in children's lives here in Arizona, and I do that, well, through tax credit
0: scholarships, just like CEA does. That's fantastic, and we have enjoyed a wonderful relationship for many years now, and uh, do so well working together. When you first learned about the Arizona tax credit, what made you want to get involved and support school choice through working for a school tuition organization? I
1: think like most parents who end up uh, receiving tax credit scholarships, I learned about tax credits through my children's private school. We started attending a private school, and to be honest, As a middle-income family, sometimes you feel you're not in a position to receive tax credit scholarships. The word scholarship makes you realize, hmm, maybe this isn't for me. So we never really looked into it too much at that time. But once I could see a difference it was making in so many of the students' lives at the school my children were attending, I realized this is for everybody and when i had the opportunity a little over eight years ago to join the ibe team i jumped at it because this was going to give me a true measurable ability to make that kind of a difference to help children and i loved loved going to work every day since then
0: and when i first got to know you when you were first at ibe and i was in one of our schools um, we would have conversations quite frequently about the needs that both of our types of STOs needed to work together so that we could help more students and, as you said, be in it for the right reason, which is the kids. Can you give our listeners a couple of examples of how you work with schools around the state and how you work with our Catholic schools in conjunction with CEA in particular?
1: When I took over as director um, just about four years ago, one of the main ideas I had was to Make sure our schools and our donors and our applicants and children's families realize that STOs were in this together. We were going to put them first. Because this is not about anything other than making sure a child has the best education for them, whatever that cost. And if financial constraints are a reason why the family may not be able to attend, we get to step in and help. And I realize if we get to work together, CEA and IBE being two of the largest STOs in the state, we were going to be able to help more children, more families, because education isn't necessarily cheap. And let's face it, in Arizona and in our country, if we are privileged to have God in our education, it's going to have a tuition. So we wanna make sure all families have that opportunity. So when you and I got to start talking about helping the families here in Arizona, I knew right from the beginning, our partnership was going to touch the lives of more children here in Arizona.
0: And I can't tell you how thankful we are that partnership with you. Uh, IBE and CEA have presented together at a number of events over the years. And sometimes, I think you'll agree, we get people that aren't quite sure how we work together to support families. It seems like for a while they wanted one or the other. And we have done, in my opinion, a great job Mm -hmm. getting together and helping them realize that we have these two resources, that if they let them work together the way they should, there's no reason why a family can't be fully funded. We're here to stay right now there's no competition between the STOs, or at least between our two STOs. It's really a cooperative effort with a common goal of helping families find the right school for their child and then be able to afford it. So in that, let's talk a little bit about how we work together and what we do.
1: Well, it's funny because when you and I first started to work together and become friends, I would sometimes have the schools reach out to me and say, Kim, it was so wonderful to see you and Deb hug each other. We didn't know that STOs were friendly with each other. And I realized that's gotta change because we are friendly together. First of all, we like each other. Mm -hmm. We like how each other's STOs operate. We do it in a very ethical way. We follow the law, obviously, but we're putting children's first together. And when the schools could see that kind of a partnership, they were so excited because they knew they had two STOs that are willing to help their children be there because they knew the children at the Catholic schools needed to be there because it was the best choice for them. We work together by making sure the children have funding either through financial need-based scholarships or something that IBE does, which is what they call recommended fund scholarships, which is where Arizona taxpayers have an opportunity to say, there's a specific child I'd like to recommend, and they can do that through IBE. And if they want to recommend the school, they need to go through CEA.
0: Absolutely, and we're also very informative to our parents as far as making sure that parents understand. You don't want to get involved in any type of a networking group. You don't want to get involved where anything could be considered reciprocating or swapping. Mm -hmm. So you are instrumental for us in talking to the parents, saying if you're a parent of a Catholic school student, you want to take your specific tax credit through CEA so that it stays at the specific school. And then you go out and you Go ahead and get the recommendation um, from your families, your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers, so that your supplemental tuition assistance is needed, that is needed, is complete and taken care of. I think it's just the perfect scenario, and I just have so much fun when we're out together, and you have Lupita, who works with you for our uh, Spanish-speaking population, and just recently when we were at Xavier at their registration, it was very, very busy. 200 and some odd students registering in a matter of hours. And it was very spread out due to the pandemic and the restrictions. And Lupita was so gracious knowing that we were there and I wasn't able to bring one of our Spanish speaking employees here at CEA. She would be saying, Deb, get a Spanish packet together for me. And so she would take care of promoting us to her Spanish speaking clients that were coming up to talk about recommends through IBE. It was just, it was amazing.
1: Well, working, working together like that does nothing but put the children first Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that child in that case was at Xavier those girls going to Xavier are going to receive an amazing education and in order for them to have the funding they're going to need potentially more than one STO and we look at recommended funds as a wonderful bridge for anything that they cannot receive in financial need not all families can afford tuition bottom line. But that doesn't mean all families shouldn't have that opportunity to attend a great school like Xavier. Any of the Catholic schools here in the Phoenix area are doing amazing work and the children are graduating and going on to becoming community members that we need to be very proud of.
0: 99% is the graduation rate. 97% of them are going on to higher education or entering military service. What more can we ask for? And how gratifying is that for the work that we do every day?
1: exactly just sitting here getting the chance to talk to you I get so excited to think about the future and the hope that our children bring and it starts with their education and we together get to make sure that that happens
0: it's it's just a wonderful feeling now it's tax time Hmm. what are some of the most frequently asked questions that you get at IBE at this time of year what can you share with us today to help our listeners through their contribution and application processes
1: Great question, and we do get many questions. In fact, we even get CPAs calling with questions. This is a program that it's not on everybody's radar. Uh, Less than 5% of Arizona taxpayers actually take advantage of this program to have a say, a direct say, in where their state tax dollars go. So we get many questions, everything from, do I need to make my donation prior to filing my taxes?, well, the answer to that is yes, you absolutely do, and it could be a matter of minutes before you file your tax forms online. Mm-hmm. We also get, how much can I donate? What are the caps? What are the, the maximum amounts? And who am I going to help? All kinds of questions, and being an STO means being transparent, making sure everybody that's donating to you and receiving scholarships understands Everything that you do, how the funding works, and right now it is a huge time. At least at IBE, I would say 25% of our donations come in between April 1st and April 15th of every year because people are doing tax credit donations because they're doing their taxes. So this is the best time to reach out Mm -hmm. to CEA. If you would like to make a tax credit donation to a Catholic school because you know what an amazing job they're doing, contact CEA today. If you have a specific student in mind that you would like to recommend to receive those funds, contact IBE so that together we can make sure that child and those children get to attend.
0: And let's talk about when you say the word recommend, let's explain people who maybe are not familiar with our program, when you say recommend, You do everything in your power to help that student receive that recommendation or those recommended funds. But there are instances where that might not be available. So let's just make sure we talk about what DOR says about the guarantee.
1: Absolutely. So the law that was written, and believe it or not, it's been uh, 24 years ago. This law has been in place. Uh, The Arizona legislature gave the opportunity for donors to recommend, and we use that word very specifically, a specific student, because it is not a guarantee. If any STO or school tuition organization were to guarantee that a recommendation was going to absolutely go to a specific child, it literally negates the tax credit. We cannot do that, and we're not going to do that. That being said, the law does allow an STO to honor a recommendation. So IBE will look at every recommendation. We have eyes on everything we can nothing passes through IBE to go to a student we have eyes on it we have scholarship committee that will make sure that we're reviewing everything about that child from finances not just the recommendation tuition how many children are in school there's a number of things we need to look at before we make that award and a recommended fund scholarship is that it is a award of a scholarship so nothing is ever guaranteed and the law also says you can't recommend your own child. This is something very specific. So, if you want to make a recommendation as a parent attending a school, we recommend you go to the, you donate to the school through CEA.
0: Thank you, and we also like to go over the fact that there are times where there's a student that someone may recommend that maybe doesn't qualify for all of the funds. And in those situations, we like to say you do your recommendation that can be awarded to the student you'd like to support. And if there is a specific part of the tax credit that they don't qualify for, then go ahead and do that. I myself have done that at different times throughout the years where I have supported IBE for a student that I knew needed a recommendation, but because they didn't qualify for a specific tax credit fund, and I did the other half to CEA. And that's where you're getting the best of both worlds as well, to be supportive. Kim, let's talk a little bit about some of our other STO friends. We have some great folks that we work with as well that uh, are at some of the events with us, and we really like them and what they stand for as well. We encourage all parents to make sure they understand the STO that they're working with. Of course, we love to say IBE is one that we think is just above board. They're doing it for the right reason, just like we are there are some other ones as well that are and so parents you know make sure you're investigating and ask the questions and if you have specific questions about stos contact one of us we are happy to give you information that we are able to in regard to that kim i also want to address with you um, let's talk a little bit about financial need financial need in my opinion is defined in many ways there's financial need just strictly because of income and low income. There's also financial need because of circumstance. I think we both, we excel, I would say, even the way we look at the need of our applicants, the way we look at the need of the schools. Let's talk about that a little. What do you think? I could
1: not agree more. We have, sometimes we'll have applicants that maybe their income looks like they should be able to afford their private school education. And then you look at their special letter circumstance and their youngest child has cancer all of a sudden this family has a need their finances are tied up in other ways very important ways but that doesn't mean they don't want to have the best education for their child Uh, there could be other instances let's look at last year covid hit Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we had families who had zero financial need for three semesters, and then all of a sudden, in order for their child to finish their schooling, they had a huge financial need, maybe even that last month. So we need to look at them as a family, as a child who is going to attend this school. What can we do to help? And financial need is definitely how we're going to make any kind of financial need-based awards, whether that's corporate low income or any of the programs that individual taxpayers fund. If they have a financial need, we're going to need to see that. Bottom line, we have to because that's how this program operates. And again, that's where CEA does such an amazing job because they take care of children with a financial need better than any other STO I actually know of.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And let's just let's break it down a little bit. When we talk about individual tax credit, the original tax credit, there's really no income limit. If you have a demonstrated need, like you said, it doesn't have to be because you made thirty thousand dollars or under last year. You could make $100,000 or more and have a completely verifiable demonstrated need and we both take such pride in the way that we handle our applications to make sure if we can we're helping everybody regardless of income and then of course there is a low-income corporate which is based on a complete income guideline that would otherwise qualify someone for a federal free and reduced lunch program. And then I wanna to touch briefly on our Disabled Displaced Tax Credit. And you have been working with that even longer than we have. So let's talk about that a little bit and I'm gonna let you explain that one. Absolutely,
1: so in 2009, we had a program that the Arizona legislature passed. It was called the Disabled Displaced. It was also, many people know it as Lexi's Law. This allowed any Arizona student who had an, what they call an IEP, an MET, or a 504 plan from an Arizona public school could qualify for these specific funds or if they'd ever been in the Arizona foster care system. This program was set up with a specific dollar amount in mind that we could scholarship up to 90% of what the Arizona public school would spend on educating that child. So we were never spent able to scholarship more than that. So it's 10% less than what a public school would receive. So these students had the opportunity to attend a school that was more focused on their exact need. And the Disabled Displaced Program has been, this program began with what I would consider a fairly low dollar amount that Arizona businesses, now the Arizona Corporate low-income and Arizona Disabled Displaced Program both are funded by eligible Arizona businesses. They could only donate up to five million dollars. Now that might sound like a large amount, but when you're looking at the need and the amount of funding that these school, the tuition is uh, necessary Mm -hmm. to attend these schools those funds go very quickly. So we're working right now to make sure that those funding, that funding can be increased. Again, making sure this very vulnerable, very at-risk group of children have the funding that they need, and both IBE and CEA work together to fund these children. But that being said, we can never even together fund more than 90% of what that child would have received through their public school education.
0: And it's such a fantastic program because when we step back and look at it again, and we're going to repeat it again, it's about letting a family have that choice to provide the education that best suits their child's specific needs. And those needs can vary. Absolutely. and. What we
1: found with this group of children, again, being so at risk and vulnerable, the Disabled Displaced Program, because it helps children who've been in foster care, we had the opportunity to ensure a young lady who had been abused at home in a very small town here in Arizona had an opportunity to go to a private school because if she didn't, she would have been attending the only public school with her abusers. So you need to understand that this program helps children who more than just having a financial need, have a need to be in an education that has safety and can attend their needs exactly where they're at. So the Disabled Displaced Program, I can't say enough about how important it is and both CEA and IBE help those children.
0: Thank you and that's, when you hear stories of that nature, um, it's tragic. And it's also gratifying to know that we are both working to help those types of students no matter what the circumstance is. Exactly. It's just I have the chills right now. Exactly. Just, just exactly. About it with
1: we you. we get that opportunity every day, Deb, to, to put children first. Yeah.
0: We recently did a podcast together or a webinar, I should say, for the Arizona Society of CPAs. Mm-hmm. What would you say to any CPAs listening now about what we do and why it's important for them to get involved and understand? Because you know as well as I do, there's some CPAs and accountants out there and tax preparers that don't understand the tax credit and how important it is, and that you can stack it with other tax credits. So let's get into that for a minute.
1: I would say CPAs need to put this on their radar. This is a huge benefit to the clients that they serve, giving them that opportunity to have a say not only where their tax dollars go, but to put it in place, to put those tax dollars in places that mean something to them, are part of their potential mission in life, something that matters to their heart. Let their clients have a choice so the children of Arizona can have a choice.
0: Yeah, and even stepping it further, not just our children, but those in need. We have, there's other tax credits that people can take advantage of. Um, We call it stacking, and it's... It's important if there's a cause that's near and dear to your heart and you've got the liability, take advantage of every tax credit you can. Remember, the tax credit that Kim and I work with, we do not require a QCO code. And that's a lot of phone calls we're getting right now. We get those too. <laughs> with con- uh, contributors that are asking us, what's your QCO code? And we have to explain to them. The private education tax credit does not require we are our own tax credit with our own tax forms so if you see something that says tax form 323 or 348 that's what you need for our tax credit
1: That is correct. And that, when you mention liability, taxpayers need to understand that is, that's their magic number. In in the case of this year's tax form, line 48 is what they call the subtotal of tax line. This is what the state of Arizona wants from them as their tax bill, not taking into account any money that might have been withheld from their paychecks. So that is the amount they can get tax credits up to, stacking all of them. And there are, there are five tax credits here in Arizona public school, private school, working poor, military relief, the uh, deadline was December 31st, but they can still do the foster care. There's four that they can still do for 2020, in addition to the one that potentially might be um, an automatic tax credit for them. There's a family tax credit and a child tax credit. All of those together, stacked together, should not go above your line 48. If your line 48 is $5,000, chances are you can take advantage of every single tax credit here in Arizona. Having a direct say where your tax money goes, and it's important that CPAs understand their clients want to do that.
0: To learn how you can create future leaders with Catholic Education Arizona, visit our website at ceaz.org or call us at 602-218-6542. Also, check out IBE's website at ibescholarships.org. I want to thank my dear friend, Kim Kirchner, for being part of our podcast. And also thank you to our listeners for hanging out with us today. It's always a great day at CEA and IBE, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.